Hey, Rhonda Brunson, you are with the Picking Strawberries podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I have a guest that's special to me today, Tammy Phillips. She said yes and became an advocate for the Choose Courage Foundation as a survivor of domestic abuse. She's also the founder of Ambassadors of Hope, which can be found at ambassadorshope.org, co-author of Stand Up, and co-host of a weekly Christian radio show, Demission. She's also a speaker with the message of beauty after abuse. From the very first time I met Tammy, I've just felt her wisdom and her love and her compassion. If you are a survivor of domestic abuse, or you support or love someone who's been through a domestic abuse situation, I hope that you find this conversation as inspiring as I did. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm absolutely thrilled that you're here. If you're looking for a community who's searching for the beauty in every day, having authentic conversations about how we can give back and make this a better place, I encourage you to subscribe to Picking Strawberries. Join me and my guests as we're talking about real things, real life, and how we can take the positive and make us better and all the people around us shine brighter. Well, hello, Tammy Phillips. Thank you so, so much for being here. You look lovely as always. (laughs) Yes. So I met you because you were a model for the Choose Courage Foundation Mm -hmm. as a survivor of domestic abuse. And I remember my first impression of you was just wisdom. (laughs) You just had this gentle, gentle wisdom that I was like, oh, I really like her. I feel like I have a lot that I could learn from you and from your experiences. And, you know, I was looking over the notes and you know, you have founded the Ambassadors of Hope, which is at ambassadorshope.org, co-author of Stand Up. You have in the past co-hosted a weekly Christian show, Dumb Mission. You've been a speaker. Like you just have, you have a message. You have a, you are using your experiences with this like message for the greater good. And I admire that and I respect that. And thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited for this conversation. Thank you. So um, we're just going to get real really quick, if that's okay. We're, we're okay. jumping in if you're ready. So, you know, how I know you as, you know, as a model, as a survivor of domestic abuse how does that experience in your past, and it's pretty far in your past now, right? Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago, how has that changed your perspective and how you have lived your life for the past 20 years? Mm. <laughs> I told you I was jumping in. Let's do yes. it, girl. So Let's do it. The biggest thing is I don't hold what happened to the future. So those that I'm engaging with newly, um, I, I don't remember. I mean, I remember because you can't forget, but I don't make sure. them pay for what somebody else did. Um, I do. I learned to watch for the signs. I learned to pay attention to the signs um, and not um, fan them off as, you know, oh, it's nothing or Maybe it's just a, a quirk of theirs or something like that. Um, I, it just, it's made me more attentive and uh, just pay more attention to a person's um, 
how they act. And, um, you know, everybody's heard it. I think it's my Angelou that said it when a person shows you who they are, believe them. And so when those red flags appear, believe them, you know, whether they, you know, continuously say, oh, I didn't mean it or I'm sorry or whatever, believe it. And and the truest thing is if it's happened once, it'll happen again. So it's just made me more aware, more careful um, and just more attentive to people's behavior and not make a way out for them. They are who they are. And you just have you have to accept it and then also not think that that is something you can change. We're not here to change people. Right. That's not our job, especially as women. It's not our job. So they are who they are, but maybe they're not exactly. for you. And, it, and exactly. It doesn't mean they're a bad right. person. It's just they're not for you. And you have to be OK with that. You know, right. there's, you know, billions of other men out there. So you don't have to be locked into right. that just one just because he's super cute or makes a lot of money. There's more out there that are super cute. And make a lot of money or whatever it is that's attracting you to them. But um, yeah, you just have to be okay with them not being okay for you. So when you say that, you know, you don't hold what's happened in your past against someone currently, how did you let that go? How were you able to get to that spot where you can not take that with you? I have always been that way. I've always tried to give person a person okay. the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's what's gotten me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> um, I, you, okay. When I meet yeah. somebody, you start off with a clean slate until you show me otherwise. Um, because every we are, all, we are all different. Everybody is not the same. Um, you might have right. some like personalities, some like traits or things like that. But everybody is not going to react the same way or do the same things. And so I just learned, I've just always been that way. Just don't, I don't charge other people with somebody else's mistakes. So. Mm, I like that. So as a survivor through all these years, is there one thing that you can pinpoint that's helped you heal the most? You know, that's my favorite question. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, time. Yes. Time, time, time. Um, a lot of people fight time, but it's really your best gift for healing and for getting through a traumatic, um, or a toxic situation an abusive relationship. Um, it does make you face some things that makes you face yourself. It makes you face your insecurities, um, because you're alone or you should be, but, um, time has been the biggest healer for me because it allowed me to go back and get what belonged to me, my happiness, my joy, my identity. That's one of the biggest things that I lost was my identity. My, you know, my world revolved around what he said, what he did, what he thought. So when I had that time to myself, then it made me go back and say, well, what does Tammy like? What does Tammy want to do? And um, that's when I started to regain my identity and my power and grow from there. So take the time, take as much time as you need, because it, you're going to need it. You're going to need it. 
So do you find after all this time, you're still healing? Yes. Or was there a point where you're, you could just move on and you were done? There was a point of moving on and done, but because of the, the trauma, there's, for me, there's always a healing. Um, and because even, even in our bodies, inwardly or at some point, it may appear to be healed, but there's always a scar. There's always going to be something left there to remind you of what happened. And so with that, I wouldn't say it's all the way healed, but there's just a reminder. And so I always have a reminder, not necessarily triggers, but just reminders to say, hey, yeah. this happened. And um, you you have to be. Every, I think everything is you just have to be OK with it and know that you've moved past it. It's not a part of your life anymore, but it's still there. It's still a part of you because it makes you who you are. Well, and I think that's true of anybody who has experienced any t mm -hmm. type of trauma, right? There's going to be some sort of trigger, some sort of reminder that you're going to continue to work mm -hmm. through. Do you have any like go-to self-cares when that happens? Do you have anything that, that kind of just works for you when you're reminded or you're triggered and you need to kind of step into that healing Music. space? <laughs> Music. Okay. Um, an occasional pint of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite kind uh, of ice cream? Chocolate almond. Chocolate almond. Okay. That's my go-to. Okay. But um, really music because it's soothing. It really takes me to another place. I'm able to just relax my mind, relax my body, just not think about anything and um, release the tensions that may have come about um, from the trigger and um, just kind of remind myself that it, it's okay. It's okay. And so I yeah. use music. And it's typically something with no words because words kind of still make your brain keep going. And I don't want to listen to words. So I'll just listen to like jazz or there's a, um, a gentleman that plays piano and just does Christian gospel music. So I'll listen to that. Just something where it's just melodies and it's just quiet and just peaceful. I love that strategy. I bet that would help mm -hmm. a lot of people. Something that a lot of people could use. So you are the founder of Ambassadors of Hope yeah. to inform, reform, and yes. transform the mindset of survivors of violence. Yes. What inspired you to create this nonprofit? My own trauma. <laughs> um, when I was in it, I downplayed my domestic violence um, because I had so many other, I had heard so many other horrible stories. Um, and mine was nowhere near it. And so I downplayed what I went through. And it wasn't until a few years later, till I had gotten out, 
and people started asking me and then I started having to face it. And I was like, wow, I went through that and it may not be as bad as somebody else's situation, but it was still a situation and it was still troublesome, troublesome. It was still toxic. It was still dangerous. Um, my life was threatened. And so it was with that and then seeing other women go through it. My mother went through it. I just, something in me said, there's got to be something better and somebody needs to do something and why not me? And so I created um, or God gave me the Ambassadors of Hope vision because I wanted to instill hope again. Um, we lose hope when we're in those situations because we think there's nothing else out there. There's nothing better. This is all I'm good for. And that's not the truth. And so I wanted to um, teach a new truth and give hope to other victims and survivors because uh, being a survivor, we still need hope. We still need to hold on to that hope as well. And I wanted to create a platform where I pr provided that hope and let them know that there is life after abuse. You can thrive, you can move on and you can do well, you can do very well. I love that. And you know, one of my favorite things on your website was beauty after abuse. Yes. That just seems yes. so perfect. It just perfectly what can be that light at mm -hmm. the end of the day. And tunnel. that's what Choose Courage did for yeah. me. It 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 accentuated that beauties and saying, Wow, I am beautiful, you know, and that there yeah. is that beauty after abuse, no matter what happens, no matter how it happened, it's there. And um, it gave me another opportunity to really embrace it and just and fall in love with me and just just be in awe. And just it was like, wow, it's like, that's me. So there yeah. it is. There really is beauty after abuse. It can happen. What is your favorite part about doing this work with your foundation? Whether when you're in it, you're just like, oh, man, this is it. This is why when I'm here. I see their faces light up when they find, even if it's just a tiny inklet of beauty within themselves, that, that lights me up. That makes me really happy and let me know that I'm, I am, I'm doing exactly what's needed. When I see their face light up, when they yeah. find the beauty in, even in the midst of their trauma, when they see that there's a possibility, yes. It's pretty special to see people come to mm -hmm. that place, you know, to watch them just for even a glimpse, even for yeah. a second, see something that we see, right? That we've seen all yeah. along and they're, they kind of see it themselves or they start thinking it's possible. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty cool space, space to is. be in. And it's different when you're yeah. on the other side of the table. So I've gone from being abused yes. and not believing in myself or thinking I'm pretty enough, thinking I'm enough and all of that to actually now believing in myself and then bringing that out in somebody else. So, yes, it's amazing. Yeah. 
It's victim to survivor to advocate, right? And just that process, when people become that advocate and reach back, Mm -hmm. right? They reach that hand back for the survivor because no one knows better than you. No one knows better than someone who's been in a situation on how to help. So I just, I just love that. And I admire that. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So in your life, you know, you're on the other side, you are the beauty after abuse. What just lights you up on the daily when you just look out at this messy, hard, amazing, beautiful world? Because we're messy. We're messy out here. What just what lights you up? Rain. Um, I really? Love, yes, okay. I love rain. Um, it just symbolizes a fresh start to me and just washing away everything that you didn't like, didn't want, um, everything that was dirty or whatever. And it's just a fresh start. The smell of it, of it coming in and summer rains are the best, but, um, but seeing that, seeing the trees, the grass, um, the sun coming out, just different things that remind me that I'm alive, taking a breath, you know, I'm here, I'm breathing, I can see, I can walk, I can talk, I can do things. Um, that just, it, it brings life to me. Um, it, there's never really been a point where I couldn't do those things, even in the abuse, um, even in, you know, being in pain from the fights and things, I still found strength and courage to get up and do whatever it is that I needed to do. Um, number one, I was a single parent, so, you know, it had to be done, but it was, it's just the ability to know I'm still here because so many women and men don't make it. They, they lose their lives. And um, just to know that I'm still here is enough that to bring joy to me to say it's okay. I'm good. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. See all the wisdom. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Experience, I'm telling <laughs> so you. So what do you see as beautiful? <laughs> what do you see as beautiful? Like what? I mean, we talked about what lights you up. What do you look at and you say, oh, that's so beautiful. Outside or within? Both. Um, within, probably, I would have to say my desire to not give up. I find beauty in that. Um, Just the drive to just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Another day, another step, you know, another check on my to-do list. Just keep going, just keep going. And um, there's there's beauty in that to me because it just says I'm not I'm not going to lay down and die. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to stop. Um, I may have my down day, which everyone is entitled to. But when I'm done being down, let's get up and keep going. And I know it's easier said than done, but it's doable. And that's just it. It's doable. On the outside, again, nature. I'm, I'm country yeah. turned city girl, but I still like the nature. So 
I don't mind yeah. getting out um, and embracing what God has created. I actually went out to Prayer Mountain um, about a month ago. And it was the most, oh, it was so beautiful out there. And I think I got lost. <laughs> I was on one of the trails <laughs> and I was like, I have no idea where I'm going, but I'm just going to keep walking. I said, as long as I see a trail, I'm just going to keep walking. And I did. And eventually it'll bring you somewhere. That's always yes, my theory. And it just brought me full circle yeah. around the whole, whatever it was, the whole mountain and brought me back to my starting point. But just being the trees, the rocks, not too keen on insects and stuff, but I was okay. As long as I didn't see no spiders, I was good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you were good. Just being out there and just breathing in the fresh air and just, you know, being one or kind of being one with nature, it just, that's beauty. That's beauty. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for you? I mean, you've got a lot going on. You've already done a lot. You have this big, powerful message. So what's next? Uh, still getting the message out there. There's so many um, people that have yet to hear my voice. And not to sound conceited or vain, but there's a lot of women that are out there that are still seeking hope. And if I can be that light, if I can be that voice that helps them um, to that path of hope, then so be it. And um, just keep talking, keep telling my story, um, keep sharing other stories, keep being a face and a voice to let people know that number one, there's hope. Number two, there's beauty after abuse. Um, number three, anything is possible. Everything is possible. Don't limit yourself to just, you know, this or that. Everything is possible. The sky is the limit. You just have to be willing to reach for it. Mm. And it's just, it's there for it everyone, is. right? It it's is. there for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like to close the show with some rapid fire Ooh, questions. Are yes, you ready? Go. We're going to get to know Tammy yes, Phillips. Let's you ready? Go. Okay. What is your go to snack? Cheese it. Cheese it, yes, okay. regular. Not, what is the not the extra last... toasty. Okay, the, all the specific cheese it. Yes, just plain cheese it. Okay, <laughs> noted, noted. Yes. What is the last movie you saw that you really loved? Oh my gosh, I have. Let's see, I have no idea. That's okay. Um. Now, if you were to say what was my favorite movie, I've got that one down. Okay, my what's your favorite, favorite movie? We'll movie go with that. Is, um, oh, wow. Really, Tammy? Um, their Eyes Were Watching God. <laughs> That's what it's called. Their Eyes Were Watching, their eyes were watching God is with Halle Berry and um, Michael Ely. Awesome. Yeah. What was your favorite toy as a child? I didn't have one. I didn't have toys. <laughs> okay. I didn't have toys, but I always yeah. wanted a Cabbage Patch doll. And so, you know, I'd see all the little kids. Didn't yeah. we all? Well, didn't I finally we got my first one not too yes. long ago. Yes. 
I love it. Did you sign not the birth certificate yet. and send it in the adoption not papers? Yet. I'm going yep. to, but I just haven't done it yet because, well, for one, she's authentic. Yeah. So I think she's been boxed all these years. She's from 1984. And she's a real cabbage scratch doll. And so I'm trying to decide if I want to actually keep her, keep her, or if I want to case her. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so fun. That's my childhood right there. How do you spend? So rain was your thing. This is the perfect day for you mm -hmm. in Texas. How do you spend a rainy day? Um, so summer rain, if I can, I'll be outdoors. I've danced in the rain before, summer rain. Um, it's just, it's something about the rain. I just love it. Now, winter rain, I'm inside. I'll just sit here. I'll watch it. Um, if it's not raining too hard, I'll open the window so the smell could come in. I love the smell of rain. Yeah. And so I'm sitting either reading, listening to music, maybe watching a movie, just letting nature do what it does and watching watching it oh, that restart yeah what inspires you <laughs> um other people's breakthrough inspires me um as well as my own i still have some things i have some new things that i'm breaking through so just that drive to know that I can um, inspires me. And then watching other people break through inspires me. Mm. What one word would you use to describe your life today? Peaceful. Oh, what Peaceful. a great way to end. Tammy, thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So much wisdom. I knew exactly that that's what this conversation <laughs> would be. Thank you. I appreciate it. Experience is, is a great teacher. Sometimes it's unfortunate, but it could be a great teacher. Thank you, Tammy Phillips from ambassadorshope.org. I think when we talk about hard things, it takes a level of vulnerability that's not easy to do. So I appreciate you showing up for being honest and for talking about that beauty after abuse, the possibilities and of hope. If you're a survivor of domestic abuse and you found this conversation helpful, healing, encouraging, I would love to hear from you. What was it that helped you the most, that inspired you the most? And please share this. There are one in three women, one in seven men who will be victims of domestic abuse in their lifetime. And we know that they don't reach out for help. So let's reach in. Let's share this light. Let's lift each other up and let's give them a space of healing.